0: This is Michelle DeJulius, and you're listening to Pro Lacrosse Talk. Hans Driver. With scars! Now he the... L scores. Hands off for Rabel, switches hands
1: and scores! Kylie are showing off those shifty skills. Right off the bat, there's Lyle Thompson! Welcome to Pro Lacrosse Talk, the voice of pro lacrosse. I'm Hutton, he's Adam, together we're bringing you interviews with your favorite players and coaches, as well as news from all four professional lacrosse leagues. Today we're joined by Michelle DeJulius, founder and CEO of the Women's Professional Lacrosse League, and U.S. Lacrosse Hall of Famer. First off, Michelle, you know, thank you for joining us today. Uh, We really appreciate you coming on, especially to discuss, you know, such a dismal topic like the cancellation of the 2020 season. Uh, We also plan, though, on talking about, you know, some of the positive news surrounding the situation and what you guys have in the works for the WPLL in 2021. Um, And we want to talk a little bit about your career as well. Um, But to start, what kind of led to your decision to cancel this 2020 season?
0: Yeah, no, it's just obviously it's like the the one thing you don't want to have to do, right, is mm-hmm. cancel a season certainly. I mean, especially with you know, being our third season and really kind of taking a, a taking a look at how things were going, kind of revamping, restructuring, figuring out how to be the most successful and getting really excited because we've gotten some great partners mm-hmm. on board that we were about to um that we were, you know, Very deep in deep deep discussions and finalizing some agreements and um, and then to kind of halt it's really tough right yeah no Um, but you know it 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 allows us to say okay this is for the greater good right we want to make sure that we protect our players and fans and um, coaches and staff and everybody involved and obviously we all as as a country need to stick together and and be good citizens. So this is the first step. And knowing that, um, we didn't want to also try to, you know, squish a a season into, you know, a period where we could say, well, we're just going to postpone and hope to get this season in and not really, um, you know, think it's going to happen. So we needed to make sure that if if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And knowing that venues were being canceled left and right, partners were then struggling to stay on board because they have to spend the money and not knowing if we were going to have a season, is it worthwhile for them to do that? All those things we have to take into account. And so at the end of the day, it was like, okay, let's just cancel. Let's move on to our next major event, which would be our, our fall drafts because we moved our April drafts to to the fall and, um, and then really build on a, a a great 2021 season and make sure that we come out of the gates running and, you know, we put all of our efforts towards, um, towards that.
2: Yeah, and let's talk about that next generation of pros, and, and talk a little bit about this upcoming draft in the fall. Do you have plans? I know with with the cancellation of uh, the season for for college and the NCAA, kind of we're still up in the air in terms of which players will be returning to college and which players uh, will will be jumping and making the jump to the pros. Do you have an idea of maybe how you're going to maneuver the draft? Whether all seniors from 2020 will be eligible, or what what's the game plan potentially?
0: Yeah, I, I have to say, it kind of, the whole thing, the timing right now kind of helps us, right? Because sure. in April, we we would have known, like, who are the seniors, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And we mm-hmm. would know that they would graduate and they would be done. Yep. And now, not knowing who would return to college or who's going to stay out, it, yeah. it kind of, as we go into September and especially towards the end of September is when we plan on doing our draft, then we'll know who has, who's going back and who's not. So that pool becomes more definitive. And then we have an opportunity to really make selections that are right for each team that we have. Um, You know, obviously if it were me and I was a senior, I would have been devastated to lose that season. So I would imagine a lot of them want to go back to school but you also have to take into account these kids have worked really hard. Some have done internships. Some have mm-hmm. already secured jobs. And, and that's kind of a part of life, right? You you kind of had your experience and you move on. But we want to support them in, in any way we can. And if they were seniors that we were hoping to get in this league, we can wait, you know, if if it mm-hmm. means that they can get a chance to get their senior season back. So um, you know, now that we'll go into the end of September – We'll have, like I said, a more definitive list of players that we can sure. um draft from, so
1: awesome.
0: it actually helps us in the process
1: mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's great um and then going off of that, I kind of want to talk a little bit too about you know twenty nineteen you know we mentioned some of the sponsorships you had you know as Gatorade and e s p n and some ones you were working on too, but how awesome was it to see U broadcast um, that championship game, you know, and it was a great game, too, uh, for people that didn't watch it. It was a thriller down to the last minute. Brave had to come back to, to win it all. Um, how awesome was it, though, to have ESPN, you know, televise those games on ESPN3 as well as have the championship on uh, national television with ESPNU?
0: There's no doubt that any time we can get our, our women's game on a linear channel, um, it's fantastic. Sure. I think it's great to have the world be able to see it. Um, so, yeah, ESPN has been tremendous. Um, in their partnership and they're, they are willing to help move the sport forward. Mm -hmm. And that has been great. And Rick has a lot to do with that. He, he, you know, he had a 20 year career with ESPN. He has a lot of relationships and he's really connected us with the right people and people that care about our sport and care Mm -hmm. about women, um, athletes. So Mm -hmm. it's fantastic. And, um, you know we're planning on we like i said we have we have some great champion partners that we will be announcing over the next couple of weeks um but we want to finalize some of the details and and then make our announcements but that is one that is is, is a strong one and and we're excited to continue um you know a relationship with them.
2: Great. Yeah. And, and you talked about the importance uh, a little bit of about engaging with those younger fans and fans of all ages. Last summer, uh, we saw the Live Like a Pro social media campaign, which garnered a lot of attention from fans. It was a really good uh, series. Do you plan on bringing that back potentially or, or is something similar kind of this year?
1: Yeah,
0: we're actually having a call today about um, some new campaigns, uh, you know, growing the game across this country and um it, and basically getting our pros to inspire, mentor, and empower these young these young players uh, is, is, again, a part of our mission. Um, and that's kind of where our futures program comes into play, and that's why we created it, was really for that next generation, one, to be exposed to high-level lacrosse and these amazing women athletes. Um and so making sure that we get ourselves out into the different regions across the country and give all these kids an opportunity to be exposed to them is mm-hmm. part of the mission. And then obviously getting them to, um, what, I, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the futures programming, but these kids come to a tryout. We have our pros there working mm-hmm. them through drills and evaluating. And then we select um, 20 per grad year uh that, that, can come to a national Mm -hmm. summit. Mm -hmm. So if you have 12 regions all coming together and they play over a period of two to three days where they're being coached by our pros um, and they, you know, they, they get drilling during the day and then it's, it's all games at night. And last year it was phenomenal. I mean, every game came down to like one, two goal Mm games. And so we knew we selected the right group of kids and the competition was fantastic and they had the opportunity to work with, you know, uh, we had 125 of our pros in this league, and I, I, there was like 30 or 40 of them working with these kids, which is fantastic. Um, and you can't, you can't really get that in a um, three-day span where you're getting the best players in the world mm-hmm. to influence you. So, again, it's and we're hopeful that this is like a life cycle of female lacrosse players, you know. You You can come in now as a middle schooler, in a high school, you do futures, you go to college, you come out, you become a pro. I mean, these are things that um, are are thought out because we want to make sure that we're getting people excited about the game, growing the game, um, who are passionate about the game, getting more coaches and more officials involved in the game, and obviously with the ultimate goal of getting to the Olympics.
1: No, absolutely. I think that's you know it's great what you you guys are doing. Um, kind of you know being able to provide that, um, you know for young athletes, you know, looking to one day play professionally, that's now an opportunity, you know. And you've kind of been there, um, from the start to you know with your time with the UWLX and now you know starting the yeah. WPLL. Um, so I think that that's great what you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: been it's been a definite uh, interesting couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny because Digit who started the UWLS reached out mm-hmm. the other day and, and just said, you know, I'm sorry to hear about the season, but keep it up, you know? Sure. And that just goes to show that, you know, women, we need to support women and Absolutely. we need to be able to continue to push forward even in times like these where they're uncertain. Um, but the priorities are the same. So as long as we're all clear on that, like, in my eyes, you can't fail. So we just continue to keep pushing forward and 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 driving to make things better and give these women the opportunity to play on this platform and build their brands and expose, you know, that next generation to some amazing
2: lacrosse. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, chat with you a little bit, too, about your awesome career, both at Penn State and with Team USA. At Penn State, you crushed it, 142 goals, 203 career points uh, with the Nittany Lions, and then multiple Team USA um, appearances, and you won that gold medal in 2009. Talk about Penn State a little bit, and then suiting up for Team USA. Oh,
0: gosh. Um, <laughs> ooh, that was a long time ago. You guys are dating me now. Um yeah, you know, I had I was very fortunate I think coming out of high school and having um, the opportunity to go to Penn State. Um, you know, I'm I'm a Baltimore girl, so I had thought I was going to stay a little bit more local, either at Maryland or Loyola. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I stepped foot on Penn State's campus, uh, to me it was kind of a no-brainer. It gave me the opportunity to get a, a little bit away from home and um, have like my own experience, but also you know the the team, the coaches. uh It was phenomenal. You know, you you walk into a football stadium and you see the, the the camaraderie among student athletes and other students. It's just it was amazing. So I no no doubt had my mind made up when I went on that visit. Um, it was the best four years of my life. Uh, it was a great experience as far as level of play and, and competition. I knew that I wanted to stay involved in the game. Um, whether it was coaching or playing but i knew playing at the highest level was my goal and my coach Julie was a us national team player herself so she knew the steps i needed to take and help develop me to where i needed to be to 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 make it on us and i mean i spent 15 years with the us program as a player which is crazy um but it was it was a great time, and you know it's interesting because you you enter into the U.S. program, and it's so different now from mm-hmm. when it you know how we experienced it in the beginning. And so you really had to you know work through a lot of you know you're not I don't want to say kids are handed things these days, but it's a little bit more it's, it's different. Like you remember sure. we drove everywhere, we would stay in. Uh, four people in a room, in a hotel room. You know, you're just doing mm-hmm. things that you don't you don't do now. Sure. Um, but getting getting to a point where I knew in 2005 I was a uh, an alternate, and um, that was at home the 2005 World Cup, mm-hmm. and I I think that was a turning point for me where I thought, okay, I have to make a decision here. I, I'm either going to retire now. Or I'm gonna push forward for one more opportunity for a mm-hmm. World Cup, mm-hmm. and um, the U.S. had lost, which was devastating to everybody. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I knew I knew that the majority of those players were gonna retire, and I thought I've I've been playing with them for you know 12, 10 years, so I'm gonna stick with it. I'm just gonna go, and I'm gonna now just look at it as if I'm I'm this leader that can. Show these younger players, you know, the way and just be there for support. And I found that I was playing my best lacrosse at that point, you know, like just because I was just playing more free and trying to be more um, focused on the team. And, you know, uh, um, it was the best, best four years ever with that team. They were amazing. And we, you know, obviously I made it. We went to a tour in Prague and then we went to Prague for the World Cup awesome experience as far as how it played out um just being down like in our australia game in the in the pool play uh we were down by a lot actually and came back and won that game i think it was nine eight um and then playing them in the finals and just you know thinking this is it we have to win this this world cup we have to win this back for the u.s and Having that experience with those teammates, uh, I'll never forget it, and um, winning it just as the icing on the cake, you know. Yeah. But I will say during that time, you know, obviously Jen Adams is, you know, was a was a star, and Sonia yeah. and those guys were just fantastic, and they were such they're amazing um, athletes in general. But uh, they're 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 um, they're just good sports, you know, like. They, I'll never forget, like, that night Jen came up and she was like, well-played, well-played DJ. And that just sticks with me. Like, people yeah. like that um, are just the right people for our sport to help grow it. Um, and, and honestly, Jen and Sonia, I have them involved in a league now because I know that, you know, they are the right people to help get this to where it needs to go. Um so you make these relationships as everybody knows through sport and it's like you, they're your, they're your lifetime friends. Mm -hmm. And you'll never forget you share so many moments with them. And that was just one small moment, but impactful for me. And, you know, uh, I'll, I know that I wouldn't want it any other way than to have a game that came down to like eight, seven, I would never Mm -hmm. really, I mean, our teams now are, are crushing it, right. They're, yeah. I think in 13, I was on that staff. that were blowing, blowing uh, the teams away, and mm-hmm. it's amazing because our athletes are amazing and talented. And um, but it's the the tight winds are where you can really
2: see what you're you're
0: made of, you know. So sure. they've been really cool experiences, and that was a, a good note to end my career on
2: that's awesome that's great yeah i uh so my i actually uh live in towson right now uh, my wife's a baltimore uh girl as well and uh so you went to lock raven is that right yeah yeah i yeah. We, we live in the village so we live right in lock raven village so uh oh, I, no yeah it's a, definitely a small world
0: totally i i uh i only get back every, My my whole family's still there okay so right. um so i get back every once in a while um but it's uh my old stomping grounds, man. I'll never forget it. That's where you yeah. like, you know, you run in the hood. Yep, <laughs> exactly. So yep. yeah, yeah, it's a good time. I mean, what a what a great what a great place to pick up a stick, Absolutely. you know. And we happen to just live in the right place mm-hmm. to uh, be, have the opportunity to not only learn from people that are so experienced. I mean, my high school coaches. Um, you know, I was a softball player. I never picked up a stick until high school. And then they were like, no, no, you're going to play lacrosse. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I'll try it. You know, so I'm fortunate in that way that I've had some really good mentors in my life um, that have pushed me to to get to the highest level. And now Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I have to pay it back. And that's kind of where, you know, my businesses come from, just club Mm -hmm. and tournaments and, and the league is something that, you know, I feel like is a responsibility.
1: No, that's awesome, and we hear that a lot from you know a lot of people involved in the sports. So it's just you know giving back um, to a game that's given them so much. Um, and you were inducted into both the Baltimore chapter of the Hall of Fame in 2008, and then the U.S. Lacrosse Hall of Fame in 2013. So I want to touch on that a little bit. Ironically, I was at your 2008 induction ceremony because my grandfather, my late grandfather, was being inducted the same time um, for his work with the Baltimore Sun covering lacrosse. So it was funny. I kind of realized when I was doing my research is I was at your induction ceremony in 2008. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. small world. Very small world. But how, how satisfying, too, was it to have your accomplishments recognized and, you know, be honored in the, both the Baltimore chapter and then the National U.S. Lacrosse Hall of Fame? Oh,
0: gosh. I mean, it's it's an honor, right? There's so many players that have that have been inducted into both, and it's it, – to be among those other inductees is is phenomenal. And I'm so thankful. And, you know, I, I'd like to, you know, I'd say that, yeah, I, I was fortunate to have a, a good career and be competitive and do well. But, you know, and I know a lot of people say this, but it does come, you know, because of the people you're surrounded by. Mm-hmm. You know, they're so, you, 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 you're you not in this alone, and you certainly can't be the one to be this superstar without, um, you know, without a great supporting cast. And, you know, there are a lot of fantastic players I played with in high school and college and at the U.S. level, and, you know, I have them to thank for helping me become better at what I do every day. So, yeah, being being inducted along with so many other amazing, you know, players, coaches, officials, it's I'm, I'm completely humbled and honored.
1: No, that's great. And my final question for you is you mentioned, you know, getting such great advice from your mentors. Um, what is a piece of advice you have for a young player looking to one day play lacrosse professionally?
0: Oh, gosh, dream. Keep dreaming. Work, work every day. Don't give up. I mean, you can make anything happen. I think that's, that's the biggest thing is that you, need, you have a goal in mind. You just work every day and you'll get there um and and i that's what you know our club kids that i work with that's one thing about me i love to be out on the field with those kids just seeing their development and you know a lot of them will be like do you think i can play at this level or that level and they might be really young and at that point you can't sit there and say to them you know well you're definitely going to be a pro player Mm -hmm. but i i'm like i want you to make a goal and I want you to think about that every day when you get out there on the wall. I want you to think about that every day when you have a catch with your friend or your brother or your sister or your mom or your dad or whatever, and you just get better and better. And, you know, and as they continue to develop, you start to see them change so much. And I just think it's like keep dreaming, you know, mm-hmm. and, and may, and that, that dream will become a reality so much, you know, so long as you continue to work on it. So um, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's what i would i
1: would say no i love that that's great um i think for any of our young listeners and you know anyone out there looking to one day you know playing the WPLL. so we appreciate that advice michelle well thank you michelle for joining us we really appreciate the time as well as your leadership you know during this crisis um you know best of luck staying safe during this pandemic and we look forward to watching the WPLL again once this all subsides oh
0: thanks for the coverage guys really appreciate it great work you're doing
1: Before history is written, Orr, the and it's played. Tinelli, the nice Before it's frozen in time, <laughs> it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it it's carved in ice. What happens next <laughs> will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Today's show is being brought to you in part by Stitcher Premium. You can use Stitcher Premium to listen to shows ad-free such as Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, Wolverine the Lost Trail, or our favorite, The Fantasy Footballers. For only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, and comedy albums. Better yet, if you go over to stitcher.com premium and use the promo code lacrosse today, you can get one month free. So head on over to Stitcher, sign up, and get your free trial today.